Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Thursday Night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. I'm really excited to be here tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun got some things to share with you before we start the show, though. I want to uh, make sure, first of all, that you have the number to call in. So if you would like to call in and read tonight, you can dial 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. All right. You can call in. Uh, everybody right now looks like you're good, set in the lineup, so yeah, the board looks great. So, you guys, we have some announcements and things to do. Uh, I want to make sure that if you, I'm trying to figure out which one I want to do first, workshops. If you guys want to put on one of the workshops with us, um, we would love to have you put something together. You do not have to be a professional workshop provider in order to do one of these. Basically, you just we uh, set the show up and we talk about what we like to talk about and we all have something to teach and we all have something to learn. So just pick a subject and uh, we'll have fun with it. You can do an actual workshop where we you know, walk through steps of producing a poem and have a finished poem at the end. We can do a talk about your favorite era of poetry or the influence of poetry on certain parts of our culture. Uh, we can do it on a poetry form, your favorite genre, your favorite you know, uh, poet, take a poem and talk about it, whatever you want to put together. We can do these pre-recorded or we can do them, them live if you want to have audience participation or we can do a combination of both so we can uh, do part of the show pre-recorded and then jump on and, and do a live segment if you'd like. This means that you've got a lot of flexibility. We can call in and set up a private show where we pre-record your workshop together on the phone, or you can sit down and pre-record them at your computer, edit them, do whatever you want to do, and then just send me the MP3 file. These can be anywhere from 30 minutes up to three hours long. Okay, okay. So, yeah, shoot me over a message. Probably the easiest way to get me is on Facebook Messenger. Uh, if you're not on my contacts list, it's Nyla, N-Y-L-A dot Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. And we can get something set up. I want to thank, take a moment to thank Star Sevron and James, One Sapien, and Roy Murdoch for helping to sponsor the show this year. Really appreciate you guys. We uh, are at the end of our broadcasting year, and so I really want to take a special moment to thank the sponsors for our last year uh, who helped with the licensing fees so that we could stay broadcasting three hours every week to you. And so we just really appreciate them doing that. And, yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you for this last year. So before every episode, before we get to the calling part, the beginning of every episode, I always give you a writing exercise and a prompt. 
Now, a writing prompt is different than an exercise. A prompt is uh, something that's intended, like it's planting a seed. Uh, it's intended to grow a poem. And it can be the title of, it can be a line in, it can be the general inspiration for the concept of uh, the piece, but it has to produce a poem. So the prompt for this week that I am going to give you is, ready, dun-dun-dun, wrong number. That's your prompt. Remember, that can be the title of, a line in, or the concept of the poem. The prompt for this week is wrong number. Okay. Now, I'm going to do the exercise part of this, and I've got it's kind of a two-part thing because I want to talk about a couple of different things real quick. Um, so, every year, or every year, at the beginning of the year, I always set a writing goal for myself. But I always, one of the things that I found is I would set this great big goal, like I'm going to finish my book, and you know, at the end of the year, it's not done. It's like, you know, I, well, why didn't I get this done? And so I'm doing the whole baby steps thing, okay? You have make a list, of make a goal. Like, say, maybe it's finishing your chat book or whatever it is. Um, make a goal. This is what I, I want to accomplish this year. And then write, like, 12, 1 through 12, and write 12 baby steps you need to do to reach that goal. If you do just one of those a month, one of those uh, things that you write down, if you do them once a month, at the end of the year, you'll have reached your goal. And so I'm thinking about things like one of my favorite things to do is the year that I um, said I was going to write a haiku a day every single day of the year. And this is one of the things that I teach in my writer's block is just an urban legend workshops is uh, this is one of the exercises that I give out in that workshop. And it's to write a haiku every day. 17 syllables. Every single day, there's got to be something that can squeeze 17 syllables out of you. Okay? At the end of the year, you've got 365 poems to pick from. You pick your best 60, and boom, you've got a book at the end of the year. But it's a real fun way to keep yourself writing, to feed that creative side of you. And so I was thinking about, you know, some of the things that you guys told me that you really wanted to accomplish. And for a lot of you, it was just to write more. Uh, so baby steps. What's one of the baby steps we could take? This is one of your exercises for this week, so you need to do this baby step. This is I'm giving you 12, I guess. <laughs> so one of the baby steps you can do is easy. It's something simple. It's something little. It's something to, you know, start stroking the back of your, of your musing, seeing if you can get her to purr. It's one of the things you can do to push your pen in the right direction, and that is buy a new pen. See, easy, simple, and it sounds silly, but go out to the store and buy yourself a brand new pen because writers are weird with our pens. They have to flow nice. It has to move across the paper. It has to make a good scratching noise. It's got to, you know, be gelling. We're just, you know, all of us have a feel that we absolutely love. And when we have a good pen, when we have a pen that feels good in our hand, it's, it's a trigger. It's a trigger for our creative side because we can feel it in that pen. So your exercise, one of your exercises, you've got two of them this week, one of your exercises, your baby steps, baby step exercise is to go buy yourself a new pen this month. Okay, you've got half a month left. You can do it. So your exercise, your, your writing exercise that I'm going to give you is 
I want you to, in your journal or in your notebook, whatever you're writing in, I want you to write down at the top of three pages, I want you to write a word down at the top of the page. So take three pages and write some random word or emotion or or whatever, uh, just some random word at the top of the page. Then I want you to spend the week in weird science. All right. For each of the words on your list, I want you to make a list of descriptive or explanatory, um, uh, a catalyst to the recipe of the result of the cause and effect chemistry type list of scientific phrases to describe any aspect of that word. Okay, so be creative and stretch reason. How do you want to twist it? And and twist it a lot, right? (laughs) Dissect it into its scientific components. Like how would you scientifically explain love? How would you scientifically... Think about the magic you feel when you see a rainbow. How would you scientifically dissect a rainbow? You know, think of all the different ways, all the different explanations, you know, the, whether it be, um, you know, weather-related or the scientific breakdown of molecules in water droplets versus sun ratio angle, blah, 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 blah. Okay, you kind of get the idea. You know, how would you dissect and explain non-emotionally all these things? And that's kind of what we're wanting to do is take the emotion out by Breaking something down into its scientific components. It becomes abstract, the word does, or the emotion does. It loses its power of emotion. Okay? So it's a really good, this is a really good exercise and a fun exercise to do because it's weird. It's weird science. Um, it's a really good exercise to do because it, when you're writing, you really want to control the way a reader a reader is reading your poem, how the flow goes. You know, I'm I'm the, one of the biggest advocates in the world that that punctuation has to be a science in writing, because it's the other thing, the other way you control and and move your reader through your poem. Okay, but when you're writing something emotional and they're in the flow of that, if you can Stop that. Break it. You know, it's like watching this sweet ending of the movie and everybody's happy and this girl goes skipping across the road and boom, gets hit by a bus. It's like that kind of a shock to the system. When you take something that you're writing about very emotionally and then drop something in that's cold, that's like steel, that, that scientific component comparison of and that can actually hype the emotion or make it a stronger emotion. You know, think about using, you know, maybe death as an example. You know, how you can do it all emotional and, and that whole emotion is there, but then you, when you drop something, you drop that cold steel. It's just done. So think about ways that you can do that and it's fun to do this because the next time you're working on a poem and you're writing about things in the back of your mind your mind's going to say oh i remember that exercise i did and boom it's going to come out of your head and you're not even going to think about it but when you're you're going to think about it while it's happening so you're you're just helping move yourself look at things in new ways do things you haven't done before 
Um, your exercises are really important. So they're not designed to create a poem like a prompt is. They're just designed to make your pen move and have fun and make messy with your muses. Okay. So now <laughs> we're at the part of the show where we're going to play an audio track. If you are a recording artist and you would like to have your track played on the air, you can email it to me at the word that's in the email address, thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. That's thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. All right. You can send those over, put MP3, audio file, something like that in the subject line so that it kind of stands out for me. We'll get it uploaded to the show's library and play it for the world. The piece that I've picked up to start the show with tonight is called Boy in a Band, and it's Don't Stay in School. The recording isn't the greatest quality, um, I think it, it, but you'll, you'll love this piece. Absolutely amazing. This is off of YouTube, so go check him out on YouTube as well. Here we go. I wasn't taught how to get a job But I can remember dissecting a frog I wasn't taught how to pay tax But I know loads about Shakespeare's classics I was never taught how to vote They devoted that time to defining isotopes I wasn't taught how to look after my health But mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell Never spent a lesson on current events Instead I studied the old American West I was never taught what laws there are I was never taught what laws there are Let me repeat, I was not taught the laws for the country I live in But I know how Henry VIII killed his women Divorced, beheaded, died Divorced, beheaded, survived Glad that's in my head instead of financial advice I was shown the wavelengths of different hues of light But I was never taught my human rights Apparently there's 30 Do you know them? I don't Why the hell can't we both recite them by rote? I know igneous, metamorphic and sedimentary Yet I don't know squat about trading stocks or how money works at all Where does it come from? How does the thing that motivates the world function? Not taught to budget and disperse my earnings I was too busy there rehearsing cursive Didn't learn how much it costs to raise a kid and what an affidavit is But I spent days on what the quadratic equation is Negative B plus or minus a square root of B squared minus 4AC over 2A That's insane, that's absolutely insane They maybe learned that over basic first aid Or how to recognize the most deadly mental Disorders or diseases with preventable causes Or how to buy a house with a mortgage If I could afford it Because abstract maths was deemed more important Than advice that would literally save Thousands of lives But it's cool Because now I could tell you if the number of unnecessary deaths Caused by that choice was prime Never taught present day practical medicines But I was told what the ancient Hippocratic method is I've got a headache, the pain is ceaseless What should I take? Um, maybe try some leeches? Could we discuss domestic abuse and get the facts? Or how to help my depressed friend with a mental state? Um, no, but learn mental math Because you won't have a calculator with you every day They say it's not the kids, the parents are the problem Then if you taught the kids to parent, that's the problem solved then All this advice about using a condom But not for when you actually have a kid when you want one I'm only fluent in this language For serious, the rest of the world speaks too Do you think I'm an idiot? Yes, he chose the solo over the political system So like a typical citizen Now I don't know what I'm voting on Which policies exist or how to make them change me We je parle un peu de français So at 18 I was expected to elect a representative For a system I had never ever ever been presented with But I won't take it I'll tell everyone my childhood was wasted I'll share it everywhere how I was educated And insist these pointless things don't stay in school
that was Boy in a Band and Don't Stay in School. You can check out that piece over on YouTube. It's a lot easier to understand. I really, really enjoy that piece. You know, I've worked in radio all my life since I was like 18 years old, and I love music. You know, I, there's, there's, as except for 50s music, it's like, you know, I got drunk and killed you on the railroad tracks, but you're going to see me someday in heaven, do rah, do rah. Like, really? Really? You just killed your girlfriend, drunk driving, but you're all happy because she's a teen angel? Da, da, da. And it's such a happy, upbeat, horrible, it's like, no. <laughs> 50s, no. Don't like 50s music. Um, and I didn't like rap. I, when rap first came out, I was just like, oh, no, no. And it, the reason was because I couldn't understand the words. It was they were talking so fast and so strong I couldn't understand the words. Same thing why I don't like acid rock. I can't understand the words. And I'm a lyrics girl. I want to hear what you have to say. You know, and sometimes it's just about the music like, you know, Fleetwood Mac's Max, uh, Tusk. That's just about the music. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the words. Um, you know, and that's okay. But I wanted to hear the words. And so I love this piece of his because it's it's a great example of how you take prose poetry, spoken word, and turn it into music, but still are able to understand the words, but have that that beat to it that you want, that that rap to it that you want, that sound that that it's just awesome. It's amazing. So I love that it's the marriage of those two things because now I can say I like it. <laughs> Now, everyone that likes rap, they're going to be so mad at me, but I want to know the words. So, yeah. Um, but he's great. Check him out on YouTube. That's Boy in a Band. And that one was, was Don't Stay in School, a real strong message there as well. So, guys, this is what you can expect if you are on hold tonight. Once again, the number to call in is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. Ready? We do take callers in the order that you call in, so listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on the air, please make sure and introduce yourself. That's vitally important. First of all, you want to have your name attached to your work at all times, and you want people to know who's reading so that they can come over and get to know you better and network and support each other and inspire and all that good stuff. Uh, So make sure that you introduce yourself. Besides, it's just polite. You know, when I was little, if someone called my house and said, Hi, can I talk to Nyla? My dad would hang up on him. My mom would just hang up the phone. Not say anything, nothing, just hang up. Because it wasn't polite. They said, if your friends want to talk to you, they can call in and say, Hi, this is Andy. May I talk to Nyla, please? And we had to tell our friends that. So, you know, don't let my mom hear you not introduce yourself. Next, you can read. Let me take a look at the lines here and see what we've got. Oh, we've got kind of full lines. So we're going to do one poem to start out tonight. If you want to read a second, just go ahead and jump out of the lineup by pressing 1, and then press 1, and it'll put you back in, and you can cycle through. Or you can just hang up and dial back in and and jump into the lineup, and you can read your second one. But right now we're only doing one because it's kind of busy on the phone lines. The exception to that rule is if you have your homework a writing prompt that you've written to, something that I've given you out as an exercise, and you bring that with you, you can read it and then read the regular one that you would normally read on the night. So that's the only exception. It's kind of my incentive, my reward for doing your homework. All right. And besides, I love hearing what you guys create when I give out that stuff. 
So, yeah, if you bring your homework prompt or exercise back with you, you can read two poems. Otherwise, you can just read one. All right. And please uh, keep it right around the five-minute mark. Be courteous of the people waiting in line behind you. And then when you're done reading, make sure you give out your URL. You want people to be able to come over and find you and get to know you better, be able to network and yada, yada, all that good stuff until they find you here again next week to read again. So let them know how they can find you. Then please remember that we have a mature rating. That means you are really honestly bound to hear just about anything. I have no idea what's going to be there when I pick up the line. So we do have mature rating, but we do not have an adult rating. So no word porn, uh, no you know super super sexy bumping body parts or tabby into sloppy graphic stuff. Other than that, you are good to go. And I'll go ahead and give out the first few callers so you kind of know where you are in the lineup if you're coming on fairly quickly. Our first caller tonight is 731, followed by 540. Then we have 989, 562, and then 419. All right, so that's kind of the lineup to start. Uh, Let me check. We have area code 734, uh, 765, and 510. You guys are not in the lineup. That's 734, 765, and 510. One zero. You are not in the lineup. If any of you'd like to read, press one, and then we can uh, go ahead and bring you on the air. Otherwise, if you're just hanging out and listening, glad you're here. Welcome. If you change your mind at any time, you can press one. That's five. Or excuse me, seven three four and seven six five. Both of you guys are not in the lineup now. So if you guys uh, decide you do want to come on, just press one. Okay. We are. Just hate to have someone sit there all that time and and. Uh, have me not bring them on and they email me and say, but why? Why? Don't you love me anymore? It's like I do. <laughs> Press one. <laughs> All right, so go ahead and bring our first caller on. 731, are you with me? Let's boogie. Hey. <laughs> How are you, That's sweetie? I'm doing a fashion title of the blog that prompted me to do a riff. I sent you this uh, link and all on your regular email, Nala. So, also, I sent you something else a few days ago that you haven't responded to. You need to take a look at this. Is it, where is it? In my email? Yes. Now, I can't get on Facebook. Facebook is out for me now. God, where, I work, where I work, it's extremely condemned and blocked. Okay. Mal- malware issues. So anyway, uh, I'm, I'm following uh, this Let's Boogie blog right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. You find it? You see it? You got I it? am working on it. All right. Well, <laughs> Eugenia, I am Eugenia Hoffman. This is okay. her blog, and I have, I have featured her before, and I'm pretty positive I'll feature her again and again. I'm, I'm just having a great time hanging out with these folks. Uh, the uh, the URL for her blog is real, real easy to get to. It's the HTTPS, and it's amanpan.com. I think the uh, AMAN stands for Amanda. The P-A-N, I'm clueless. But her her blog this week was Let's Boogie. And she has a picture of two cats sailing through the air 
I think there's probably a trampoline under them. And uh, and she wrote a haiku. She writes tons of haikus now. I mean, she is your like haiku haiku sister out there. I'm telling you. <laughs> and and they're really good and they're clever and and they make me smile. Make me wish I could do them. And her haiku that 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 I riffed off of it goes like swaying to and fro, dancing, uniting the world. One step at a time, and that is the Let's Boogie Haiku from from Eugenia. And uh, and the her challenge and stuff is on this one. This week's event is to write a story or poem of five lines or less. That's five lines or less using the word dancing. Okay, she has like a word there. And the last time I I riffed her her blog. She just gave a polite like and didn't have anything to say. I think I did so much wrong that she, like, scolded me by not speaking to me. That's okay, though. So, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I attempted again to uh, to riff and well, to write the poem, okay, using the word dancing, five lines. So, so this is called Riffing Eugenia for General Purposes. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Riffing Eugenia for general purposes, for whatever reason, my own guess is this is becoming a makeshift addiction. As far as I can see, way to avoid friction is to be on the side that she blesses. Oh, good grief. I forgot about dancing, getting all caught up in the romancing. Are second chances afforded? Not many. Five lines allowed should be plenty. When a fifth appears, stop advancing. Will these lines be likes that ignores? And from this, will I do as she implores and become a bona fide line hoarder? All things considered, do over in order. Never mind five lines. Write in force. Better yet, spin a haiku, that trifecta. With a 575, I'll see you later in the week at thus and such. Restriction is there, not quite so much. Maybe there, a sonnet's a sign on ensue. In poem. <laughs> and all of them have five lines. Well, I have 20. I'm sorry. But each verse has that three last stanza thing. has Try five lines. Try to say lines. that last thing there. A sonnet, a sign will ensue. That is really tricky. I tripped my own self up. Anyway, she'll prove this one. That okay sounds pretty it. just saying it on your tongue. Yeah. Well, it's saying like a sonnet, a sign will ensue, but not me. No, 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 no. Sonnet, a sign anyway. will ensue. Yeah. So anyway, she was happy. She said she was. She said, OMW. I don't know what that means, but I, that means good. So that's, that's good. So anyway, again, again, her. She said, OMW? Yeah. Oh, my word. Oh, my word? Okay, good. That's my guess. Yeah. I'm going to stay with that. I'm happy with that one. Leave it. Just <laughs> okay, again, to get to her page, and and people should really go. She's She's got like 3,500 followers, so she's not a big secret, okay? But it's just a fun thing, a lot of short stuff. And she bounces a lot of other people around. She networks in a positive way. But her... Her URL is 
A-M-A-N-P-A-N dot C-O-M. And that's where you'll find Eugenia Hoffman, my new friend. And I am throwing that into the chat room for you as we speak. You are, you are my bell. <laughs> so that's your writing prompt for this week. That's your homework. To write a prompt called homework, You Are My Bell. I just did my homework right there. It is. It's done. There's more. I've done. Uh, I'm, I'm, my assignments are done. You are yeah. my bell. Just yeah. let it sit there. See if it grows. It doesn't have to grow. Homework doesn't have to do anything. It can just sit there. It can sit there for years. I don't care. But it's yours. It's yours now. I, I gave it to you. I love the phone about a bell. <laughs> hear it ringing. Okay, look. You know what time it is now? Yes, you do. No it's time for me to step aside and you to uh, bring on the real poets. All right? All right, sweetheart. <laughs> we'll talk Love to you soon, you. Michael. All right, bye. Bye-bye, hon. Michael Todd. Awesome. All right, so our next caller comes from area code 540. 540, you're on the air. Hey, Philip Church down in Virginia. Hey, Mr. Philip, how are you, my dear? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Wonderful. It's been an awesome week. Yes, it has. It certainly has for me as well. <laughs> so, um, oh, I missed you last week, but um. Things been a little bit I, I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't going to put you in the poetry corner or anything, but don't think I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a lot of time in the poetry corner. You know, I got I my eye on you. Called, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a little poem called Finding Poets, and it was based on where I, when I first started studying all this stuff, I went to the public library, and the guy behind the counter, I said, where do you keep the poets? He said, oh, we keep them uh, back in the corner and up against the wall. You know what that makes me think about? One of my favorite all-time quotes ever was Eleanor Roosevelt, who said, and forgive me if I misquote it, but the the content is there. Um, She was at a ladies, a women's club meeting, addressing a women's club meeting, and her quote was, um, I was very flow, very, I was very flattered when the uh, American Rose Society named a rose at me after me until I read the description in the catalog, which read, doesn't do well in beds, but it's great against a wall. <laughs> That's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Can you imagine Eleanor Roosevelt addressing a woman's club back in that era? Saying that. That that was that was kinda sassy. Yeah, that would have that would have been a, a scandal. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lordy. Made me well, think I, that I, uh, I I am just uh I'm in such a good mood because I uh, I'm a book collector and a I'm a, a bibliophile and uh uh I tend to have. I've told. We've talked about this before. My magic thrift shop um, just keeps on paying off. So you know, I was working on my catalog a little bit, and uh, got this uh, once again another book by Big Willie, William Shakespeare, 
Uh, bought it for like two dollars in 1909. Volume nine of a whole set. This <laughs> thing's worth forty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I said, well, okay, I'll take that. So uh, Big Willie just increased my my collection's value by well, I, well, I got two in it, so thirty-eight dollars profit <laughs> if I look at it that way. So uh, in honor of him, I um. Uh, you know, I did that workshop on how to write sonnets, and one of my early sonnets is a uh, it's a it's a it's a Shakespearean sonnet or Elizabethan sonnet. So it's done in the the uh, hopefully the, the correct meter and uh, format. And I actually kind of, if there's any Shakespeare fans out there, the the the, the play Henry V starts you know with the narrator saying, "Oh, for a muse of fire," and that's the name of the sonnet. So uh, with all that being said, I'll read it here real quick and uh, get out of the way for the next poet. So uh, this is called Ode for a Muse of Fire, a Shakespearean sonnet. Bereft of the love as I remember and despairing even of my own breath. Though drenched by my tears remained an ember, a blessed spark from Jove avoiding my death. With the weakest breaths I coaxed the cinder Speaking verse and rhyme as poetry came, adding form and meter as the tender, and from the darkness was kindled a flame. Nearly extinguished by life's fate so cruel, some expected this was to be my pyre, but it was God's love that added the fuel as the words blazed forth from a muse of fire. It was poetry the divine gave for life. Letting me disperse the dark of death's night. Ends on it. You can definitely tell that it's done in the Shakespearean flavor. That was beautiful, and I love Shakespeare. I am like the biggest Shakespeare nerd in the whole world. Um, so you know, I, I can definitely taste it in that poem. He's uh, he's lining my pockets, even what. 500 years later, 400 years later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been collecting Shakespeare books since I was a little kid. I have an entire shelf of, you know, different Shakespeare books. And some are really old, like, you know, early 1800s. I've got one late 1700s. I mean, I just, been, I love them. You know, even, I can have, the, like, The Tempest. I think I've got 12 different Tempests the play, you know, in, in a book form and and poetry and I've never thought about sitting down and looking and seeing what any of them are worth. That's kind I mean, of a cool, I mean, cool it, thought. It, it, you know, he would think the saturation all, all these centuries later and everything that, it, you know, his stuff would be like a, a dime a dozen but my God, I, you know, this is like the fourth book of Shakespeare I've gotten from this one print shop. Didn't pay over five dollars for any of them and they're all worth, uh, uh, you, know, you know, in between what twenty five and a hundred bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Big Willie's my man. <laughs> so, uh, well, I'm going to get on off here. But uh, y'all can find me uh, Philip Church on uh, Facebook, Philip Kent K E N T Church on Amazon, and uh, uh, I need uh, I need some book sales. So be sure to tell your friends and family to hurry on over to my Amazon site <laughs> for all of your Phil Church book needs and with that uh, <laughs> for all your Philip uh, needs 
<laughs> All your foot needs. <laughs> With that famous belt promotion, I'm going to get off here and let the next person have a whack at it. And hopefully you'll be here <laughs> for me next week. That's awesome. All right, Philip, thank you so much, sweetheart. Great job tonight, honey. All right. Talk to you later. Bye, sweetheart. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 562. 562, you're on the air. Good evening, Nala. How are you? Hey, there you are. Yeah, I had to unmute my phone, and it was in my pocket. I'm doing my normal things I do at 530, and that is cooking dinner. This is Samuel Rain. So oh, what are you making, Samuel? What are you, what's cooking. for dinner? Uh, uh, you have to be at the restaurant to see the menu. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that was That's just that, that was just so sassy. I love sass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that part. So yeah. So I'm gonna get on and get off because I want to get back to cooking dinner because it takes a lot to prepare. You know when you're doing that, and it's my daily routine cooking dinner. So I'm going to do some poems from a book, a project that's going to be coming out. It doesn't have a date, but um, just going to take up a few minutes, a couple of minutes to do this. So check it out. My desire. An imagination like no other. Read the pages. This Aries fire. Temptation, no playing. I want you speaking affection. I want to be the moment you come to. My eyes role-playing, I've missed you. My mind telling me I need you, sensing these tones. Led me to this confession, wanting every part of you. My journey filled with anticipation. What would I become without you? Being the flower to my surrender. So tempting, so giving your joy never-ending. Wanting like complicated passions, demanding your femininity to taste again has me lost in these emotions. Say, say you love me. Have it be the moment you take me like I want to take you. Be the conversation I fall into. Romance me like the words of this poem. Foreplay my emotions like a preview. Tell me how it ends that I may see the dreams I've made of you. Like you wrote the script so you'll know. The sequel begins in poems. That was amazing. And for me, that is what I consider true erotica poetry. Erotica poetry for me is that place you can take a reader that that is the pivotal edge that emotional edge where, you know, you're still stuck in the mind right before the spillover. You know, and for me, erotica is is getting stuck in the head right there on that, that one, just getting stuck in that place in the head. That's what's erotica. It messes with your head. It's like foreplay, you know, as opposed to adult poetry, which really gets into the physical aspects of it. But for me, true, good erotica is that mind grip, and that's that was that piece that was absolutely amazingly beautiful. Um, you know, it you know what it kind of reminded me of, <laughs> and, and this, and you know, it, I hope this does not sound bad. 
I, I mean, not bad for the for the writing, bad for the example, but you're reading that because I told you when you first, uh, you know, um, earlier that you're sassy, and you are. You know, you are. You've got that spunk in you. But when you're reading that, the the emotion and the power in that piece is, you know, in the movie where you've got that really bad chick, and she walks up and she takes a hold of this bad guy's face. You know, here's big Mister bad guy and she's not scared she walks up and she takes a hold of his jaw and just reaches up and licks his face that was the emotion uh-huh. that was that was the emotional power behind that piece is when she does that really that cat lick right up the face really slow eyes wide open staring at him like yeah bleh. <laughs> That that's for me that was the emotional place it put me listening to you read that that was awesome thank you you're very welcome. So uh, people, people could check me out. I, I have a book coming out. Uh, it's called Love in the Conversation. I posted it in, uh, on the event page. Also, uh, Dark Man Blues, the series continues. That book is also coming out in March. You might want to check that out. I shared a little bit of that last week when I was on from Dark Man Blues. So if you missed the show, to replay it towards the end. <laughs> Samuel Rain. Awesome. Great job, Samuel. And if you ever need someone to uh, write a reference on your writing on one in the back of one of your books, let me know, and I'll, I'll write the whole uh, cat tongue description out I'm going to you. reach out to you. I, I, I'm yeah. going to reach out to you, uh, and, and I'm going to uh, tell you the name of the book. Uh, in fact, I'll send you the book so you can read it, and then you can write on that. How about that? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. So I'm glad you didn't okay. think someone looking your face was gross because, you know, that's what I was worried about, that example. But that was so that poem. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> that is, go, uh, oh, what yuck, flowers so spit extra. on my face. Ew. No, no, no. That's extra uh, 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 sassy, and, and it just, it's really sexy when it's the right person. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Great piece, honey. We'll talk uh, to you next week. Uh, thank you. All Thanks, right. Samuel. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 719. 719, you are on the air. 419? Yeah, that one. Agent 419. I was seeing if you were paying attention, Agent. How good of an agent are you? Did you get the clue? Is it you? <laughs> oh, my God, because I'm like 719. I'm like, wait, do you mean 419? So, wow. Good evening. <laughs> hey, sweetheart. How are you doing? That's just hilarious. I'm sorry. I was paying attention. That tells you I was paying attention. <laughs> I would have went away all I'm night so for seven one nine. Actually, listening to me. <laughs> I know. Well, you know what? I've been waiting all night for seven one nine to come on the air. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh geez. Oh hello. How are you this evening? I am absolutely wonderful. Having a blast already. Great oh, start to the show tonight. <laughs> Oh, yes, it has been enjoyable to always listen to. So, um, I have a hokey piece tonight. A, a what piece? A hokey piece. This is like a little, like a play on uh, love and as a rose kind of thing. Okay. It's not. It's not my normal in-depth kind of poetry. So I just wanted to read that. Um, it's out of my zone. <laughs> Uh, um, and I am Shelly Gambino because I don't know if people know that. Because <laughs> everyone. Good girl. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. 
Because, you know, if I didn't say it, you would say something to me. So, <laughs> Anyway, so here goes. <laughs> Love is a rose. A rose wilts, the color fades, its petals shrivel and fall off. One at a time, one by one, leaving the barren stem lonesome. Every season has its time. A slow love song is always sure to rhyme. Love only lasts for so long. What happens when the infatuation is gone? True lovers, true colors in time exposed. So bright in the beginning, like the brilliant color of the rose. Love, like colors, eventually fades away, leaving bitter loneliness and heartache. Every season has its time. The vision of the memory of the immaculate rose can come back at any time, I suppose. As long as there is faith, and where there is faith, you will always be sure to find hope. Tis the new season. Let love be your rose. And peace. That was beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> now, there's, you're, you're writing about the rose, and there was a line in there that really made me think about it. There's a line I wrote in a poem, and I'm, I'm going to butcher my own writing because it was so long ago um, that I know I don't remember it exactly. Uh, but it was talking about that, that moment of realization when, you know, love's just you know it's not there for the other person type of thing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And it, and the line's something like, um, the, the slow ticks of the eyelid, uh, slow ticks of the eyelids falling when the daisy realizes she'll never be a rose or something like that. Aww. But it made me think Aww. about your, you know, using the whole rose metaphor and awesome. I loved your piece. Yeah. I connected to oh, that well, on a very th- sweet level. Well, well, thank you. Appreciate it, always. <laughs> so, all righty. Well, you have a good evening, Miss Nyla. <laughs> do, do me a favor. you got to tell everyone how to find you, honey. Oh, my. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Shelly Gambino, and I also have Poetical Intrigue. It's a page of mine. Um, the only way to get on it, I believe, is I have to invite you. So if you want to drop me a line through Messenger or on Facebook, I can do that personally. If you, That's where I publish a lot of my poetry on there, so you won't get the Facebook normal day-to-day rhetoric and pictures of my house and my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to see your house and your dog. I know my friends do, but it's just dedicated to just my my poetry is the poetical intrigue. I, I kind of wanted to branch off and just do a separate thing on that. So, you know, it's funny as I I've got one of those pages too, but it's like, you know, I'll post the the, you know, hey, I I I was up on this cliff face and this this tree branch fossil fell out and hit me in the head, and here's a cool picture so all my rock nerds can sit there and go, ooh ah, <laughs> with me. You know, I'm not going to put that on my speakeasy page. (laughs) You guys already think I'm a big enough nerd, right? (laughs) I start posting pictures of my pretty dead things. What are you guys going to think then? (laughs) Yeah, there there is some beauty in dead things, though, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) It's cool. It's cool when you split open a rock and you find Mm -hmm. a leaf or a branch or a flower in there. And it hasn't seen the light of day for millions and millions and millions of years since dinosaurs walked on the earth. It's pretty cool. 
Yeah, that would be really amazing. Definitely beauty in that death. Oh, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because in plus two, things really never die, too. I, I don't Now you guys them, really yeah. know I'm a nerd. <laughs> can I possibly <laughs> get any nerdier? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can relate to you on a lot of levels. But I think it's kind of it's I, really I cute, even have actually. a little hat that I wear when I go out messing around with my rocks. It's got the Pokemon Cubone on it. You know, yeah. It's like bones and rocks and dead things, and I'm hunting for them. And, yes, yeah, so I've got a little Cubone hat that I wear. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> That's super <Aww>. nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> it is. It is. All right, Shelly. <laughs> thank you for sharing, yeah. my love. You did a great job, honey. Oh, thank you, and I'll see you next Thursday or hear from you next Thursday. <laughs> and you it's will. 419. <laughs> uh, you 419. You know I'm dyslexic with numbers. I truly am. I'm, I'm seriously, I'm dyslexic with numbers. And that's why when you hear me read off the area codes, I'll say 219-256 because I have to, I have to, vi- I have to visually put something against the screen when I'm looking at the number gotcha. and read the numbers like slowly each. so I, they don't fall together in my head. It's weird. It's right. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Like words so, and numbers So jumble. when I get them wrong sometimes, you know, you just have to be able to decipher what I really meant like you did, and we'll be good. Exactly, exactly. I, I was just glad I was paying attention. <laughs> you know, nine <laughs> times out of ten, my mind is off somewhere else, so I really thought that. <laughs> That's really funny. You did. <laughs> All right, now we'll have a good evening and a good for the rest of your show. Have fun. All right. Thanks, Shelly. Great job. Have a good night. Yep. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and give the next few callers so you kind of know where we are. We have 219 next, then 256, 832, 832 again, and then 540. That's going to be our next callers. And we've got a few. We have 734. Uh, doing that. 734. You guys are pushing buttons. 734 765 951 and 703. You guys are not in the lineup. If you want to come onto the show, press one. That'll let me know that you want to come on the air. If you're here just listening, appreciate you being here. Thank you. If you change your mind, you can press one at any time and it will put you in the lineup then. Again, that is 734 765 951 and 703. You are not in the lineup. There we go. We got one of you. All right. So, and I'll come back and check on you guys again later. Our next caller. Area code 219, 219, you with us? 219? I am Cannot hear them, you guys. All right, so 219, if you can hear me, I'm going to hang up your call, and I want you to call back in, and I'll pick your call right back up, okay? All right, so let me just circle by this one so I'm going to grab you next. I'm going to take a caller that will give you time to call back in. So 219, please call back in. All right, our next caller comes from area code 256. 256, you're on the air. Good evening, Lila. Hey, sweetie. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. This is Stan Phillips. It is Stan Phillips. 
It is good to hear from you, sweetheart. It's good to hear you too, dear lady. So what's going on with you this week? What kind of cool things have you seen, done, been inspired by, whatever? Well, actually, we just, uh, Tuesday, we just finished up with our Hurt Locker broadcast on lupus, which was, that was intense. Uh, I'm now on Nyla Elisa's Speakeasy Cafe, which is <laughs> a nice respite from that kind of intensity. And uh, <laughs> other than that, I'm uh, I'm doing a little poetry here and there and even some homework. I like it when you do homework. You you were really good about doing homework. That's right. Yeah, which means be. tells me a lot about you as a writer and as a person. Um, you know, you're not afraid to make messy. I love it. Just jump in and do it. I went big messy on this one. <laughs> All right, I go did. ahead. I grabbed four different influences. In one group, a gentleman named David Thorpe offered up a Dickens quote. In another, two extremely wonderful, fun words to play with. Are you ready for these two? Mm-hmm. Ambiferous and Clepsidra. Wow. Really? Ambiferous is, is something that is being shaded or is shady. And Clepsidra is a time device that utilizes water. Well, that was fun. I'd say both those words sounded like something you would need to take a pill for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was a Wait bit a worried what we were going to be getting here. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Sounds like something. Sounds like something. Whether your Pfizer should be working on, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The third thing was for Mister. And the the two-word prompt came from a lady named Deepa Chandran Ram, which is out of the garden. David Thorpe gave me the Dickens quote. Michael Ramaday, you know him. From World Poetry Open Mic, he came up with a poetic form of the month, and of all things, it's a gazal, which is from the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to take Nyla's prompt, which was a title prompt, which is for homework. It's not for. And I combined all that into one piece. Damn. You said, That's you said ambitious. Huh? That's ambitious. That's incredible. Yeah, well, you said make messy, so I got messy. And the I thing like about it. the yeah, the thing about the gazal is the ending of each of your, these are all couplets, and the ending of each of the second line's couplet is to be a refrain that's repeated as the ending of each second line. So what I did was I thought I'd go a step further, of course, and I took your It's Not For and made it the beginning stanza of every first line of the couplets. It's Not For. It's not for us to be uniformed visage, physical monotones, but as one of a kinds in a myriad of dimensions stand alone. It's not for us even in union 
joined in love's sweet infusion. To lose self-identities, souls of all eccentricities stand alone. It's not for our lives to adhere to the same schedule as the ending nears. Life's times flow, varied clepsedras reached. Departures differ, each stand alone. It's not for me, pompous, uncouth, to declare an absolute as truth. Visions ubiquitous, varied hues, each perceive their own truths, stand alone. It's not for us as free-willed humans to follow sheep-like two commands. Seek our soul's paths dutifully while unique, beautifully stand alone. And peace. That was awesome. <laughs> I am, I'm a, a pretty impressed, you know. Well, <laughs> I'm glad. Because I'll tell you, this was this was white. <laughs> I can I can fun. tell I can tell, but I mean it's like <laughs> that was incredible. This this uh, I mean, just, you made them dance. You made the words dance. You you put them in toe shoes, you know, and and made them contort to your will. I know. It's just that with with you and these other venues, I have just so many influences. You know, a, a, a lot of people have to, you know, go out looking or, or find something to inspire them to write. I've got poets from everywhere. I've got poets from everywhere that inspire me. I, oh, I'm one of the luckiest guys on the planet, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am. And that's why the tagline for the show is inspire and be inspired. Yes. Yes. And carrying on what we started last week, I have a haiku. And this one has a title. Titanic. Still living in times where profit lines trump morals. And the band played on in peace. Wow. That was pretty awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Very clever. Yeah. Well, you know, I had to do a little wordplay and a bit of a political dig in there. Uh, it is that season. It is. It is very timely and awesome. My pleasure, and thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, sweetheart. We will talk to you soon, honey. Oh, wait, tell right. how to find you. Oh, well, right, you can find me here on Nyla's Speakeasy Cafe. A Friday night on the Epiphany Radio Network, I will be trying to catch the first hour of Let's Talk About It, where the I think the subject that week on Let's Talk About It is going to be Mr. R. Kelly. That should be interesting. Uh, then later Friday night, I will be on World Poetry Open Mic with Michael Amade. And then uh, 
Sunday, of course, the Epiphany. Uh, I'll be on Inspiration Factory with Mr. Paul Sampson. And Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, for Real Entertainments, Epiphany Radio, I will be on The Hurt Rocker with my co-host, Holly Woods, a.k.a. Murder, She Wrote, and the subject for that evening will be sexual abuse. That is going to be a great show. Yeah, that's one where we're thinking we might get hit with that one so hard we might end up having to do a sequel later on, yeah. you know, to cover it, because that is going to be, well, that's going to be a subject that's going to touch a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm also can be found, I got I to gotta put the plug in, I can also be found in the new anthology, World Poetry Open Mics 2018 Anthology on Amazon. Very cool. Great to plug that. Important, too. Yes. And, Nyla, thank you so much for this venue. You are so... You said that just as I took a bite of muffin. I was like, I can see he's going to say something poetic. Right? Yeah. So I can take a really quick bite of muffin. Hang on. <laughs> needed the drink of juice to go with it because I start choking on the muffin. Exactly. I have to, you know, this, the show overlaps right into my dinner hour. So I always try to bring food onto the show that I can eat very quietly. And a lot of you have talked to, you know, like I know when Soldier Blue reads, I'm going to get three good bites in of my dinner. Yes, yes. You know, because you get to know how people read and stuff like that. And and so I'm thinking, I can do this, I can do this. No. So I'm totally sitting here talking down with my mouth full. That was horrible. I'm right. glad you guys with, love me. <laughs> I know. And then, of course, with James Rothline, you know, you get a sip, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I can lean over and smell the steam. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. <laughs> All right. Great job tonight, sweetheart. Appreciate you so much. And I appreciate you too, dear lady, and on to the next. <laughs> Bye-bye, sweetie. All right, our next caller, dun-dun-dun, comes from area code 832832. You're on the air. Good evening. Hey, Amelia, how are you, sweetheart? I am Thank you for asking. <laughs> You're quite welcome. <laughs> uh, so what's going on with you, honey? What would you bring us this week? Well, you know, last week I did uh, Warrior Queen, which was the original piece. And um, and given everything that's happened recently and that piece, I decided to do a follow-up and, and answer the recent events. Um, I did it for somebody else, and they thought it was the same poem, and I'm like, no, the only thing similar is uh, Warrior Queen. 
So that's going to be my first piece, and then I have a consciousness uh, for the second piece. So this is called A Queen's Power. You thought you could break me down. You thought you could disgrace me. You thought you could make me into your fool. You thought you could control me, yet you really didn't know me. I am the phoenix. I have risen numerously from the ashes and dust. You didn't see the core of light that burns bright into my darkest nights. You didn't understand that I am his daughter. You see, I am truly a queen of a kingdom that is beyond space and time. Your evils will come raining down upon you tenfold. Ten times, ten times, ten times. Fortune was your goal, but in the end, you have lost your soul. Punishment shall be immeasurable. It shall be you who is brought low and scattered to the wind. As for me, I shall take my seat upon the throne in the heavenly realms. I shall fly amongst the stars, bringing light and love to all I encounter. I shall prevail over all of life's obstacles and Satan's attacks. For I have the weapons and blessings of the Most High. Only a fool would trade money for eternity. It truly is the wise that understand the great I am. My paths may be difficult. They may be filled with woe. But eventually, I shall overcome and become victorious. You attempted to use words to lure me and destroy me. Did you not know I have the power to command them with his will and might? I am a wordsmith of the highest order. The pen is mightier than the sword. For God spoke the world into existence. For I am the warrior queen. Didn't I tell you that? It truly was ignorance on your part to attempt to bring me low. The universe is my inheritance. My birthright is my father's kingdom and power. Warrior queen shall conquer the negatives with the positive of his eternal light. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, and peace. Was strong, sweetheart. Great writing. Thank you, darling. So the second piece um, is called Stolen Souls. From the origins of man, the world's birthplace, born a great people, Kings and queens from the sands did they build great nations. Great pyramids were built by them, awesome and wondrous their accomplishments to this day. 
trusting and loving was the people in their ways. Beautiful people with skins of bronze, a great foe came against them, capturing their bodies but attempting to steal their hearts and souls. Slavery of 200 years proceeded to be their fate. Treated as subhumans lower than animals, no care was bestowed upon this great people. Even their humanity was taken from them when they were divided. Yet their strength of soul, an essence of purity, kept them strong through the many traumas these people would face. When finally released from captivity, they were still not free. Restrictions and hatred would follow them still. The masters trying to hold on to the power of them. These God's people of love survived great devastations. Homes raided, raped, murdered, hanging from trees as the whites smile with glee. Horrors seen and lived through, yet their souls soar with achievements. Great inventions were their way, enhancing all mankind. Living in adverse conditions, their strength continues to endure. Their advancement soared to the heavens. A great man came along that had a dream, a dream that all people would live together in love, a love without color, a love of purity. Many hated the light that they saw in him. Through his murder, a nation changed their ways. Education, employment, voting laws changed. Great men came up because of his dream, culminating in holding the highest position in the land, a great leader of all the people of all the land. The greatness of these people are still being ridden. A great debt owed to them. May their souls be healed. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen. And peace. Great job, sweetheart. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. You can find me on Facebook under Amelia T. Davis, E-M-I-L-I-A-T-D-A-V-I-S, or Poetical Angel Queen. You can Google me. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on Reverb Nation. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, and I'm here every Thursday night with Nyla. Yes, ma'am, you are. (laughs) Thank you so much. Great job, baby. Much love, blessings, continued success, darling. All right, hon. We'll talk to you next week, sweetie. All right, the next caller comes from 832. 832, you're on the air. Hey, Hey, sweetie, how are you doing? I'm all right. See, now I know that I'm going to get at least three bites of my muffin in. (laughs) I did want to ask you. That's why I get really mad. That's Hmm. the the real, actual reason when you're when you come on and you read a poem and it's super short. And I sit there and say, Mm -hmm. "That was way too short." I'm not used to writing short ones. It's like (laughs) you sneak those in on me, and it's like. 
I'm probably sitting yeah. here with <laughs> macaroni and cheese in my mouth or something, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so what's going on end, with you know? this weekend? Well, uh, hold on. <coughs> Sorry about that. I'm just I'm still recovering, but I'm I'm a lot better now than I was last week, that's for sure. Um, no, I, I was just wondering, uh, cause I remember, uh, um, I mean, we were talking about one of the, the ones that I did last week and I was just wondering if you'd found your, um, uh, piece on the, on the trees. Did I, f- no, I didn't. I totally forgot I was supposed to even be looking. Well, I was, I was like I said, I just was wondering if you found it or not, you know, that's all. Okay. I am. I just made a big note in blue felt pen on my weekly checkoff sheet, so now I will remind myself to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I promise this one. This, I promise this piece. This uh, this work, week's uh, work is not as short as the other two. Yeah, uh, last okay, week. Yeah. Uh, uh, it doesn't have a. Uh, this one doesn't have a title, but it's it's. Uh, Eh, I like it anyway. To dare the damned, the challenge of the dance. Let's see. We have learned to dance the breath of a wraith steep sky. Smoke crow shapes in motion. Geta, clean, clear sky. Do you recognize what you see? There will always be those who scream into the fragile cracks of their own private skews of vision of their eternity. Small fires, iron ashes, the depths of death will leave you without a face for a face. Dinze won't say. Red rhymes in the night, the bones rattle between the limbs of ancient trees. We stared too long at the stars and given scant attention to what is almost upon us. Rising up from the smoke of a dozen yesterdays in the match burnt sun. Miyukpe, Daswada, Wig. The face to grease that leaves a print no one can decipher. There are signs in the shadows of the cliff rocks, of asphalt and falling snow. Uh, Reflections written into the fading sheen of water, the spray of a waterfall. Nike, hands grasp at wisps of smoke. Heat burns, figures, fissures, clothes, turn away. The tightening wrench, the jerk of pain from the grasp. Blood and desire, my being, my knee. Words of smoke and light. We shall be more than smoke of the bones of our ancestors that the bones of our ancestors left for us 
We shall walk into the light of an eternal sunrise. The sunrise that dies not. Me, it's on We sit and speak with the cot between the ghosts and the crows, black as night. Ubekni gake ho inido. We are the ghost road born, walking our stories home. No ujongi ubekni. In peace. Absolutely loved it. There's a line in there. I know I'm going to butcher it because I got lost halfway through writing it while I was still listening to what you were writing because you distract me with your writing when I'm trying to write about your writing. It was a line that said, um, bones rattle between the branches of trees. Um, There was a line in there that read something close to that. (laughs) Bones rattle between the limbs of ancient trees. That's it. I love that line. Man, that's just you know you you write you write about indigenous people you write about the challenges you write about how you see the world through the eyes you know of the first people everything like that and you use really genre appropriate imagery but you do it in a way that's surprising and unique and and it I, you know I honestly sometimes I've, I've known you for so long and there's not a whole lot I can even ever say to you anymore that I haven't already said but I really don't know if you understand how good of a writer that you are well I think you're I mean, a lot I'm, better writer than you know no, no I appreciate that I mean, I, I, that's the way I know I write what I like. I, I, you know, obviously I write a lot about those things which, you know, uh, hit home and and have meaning for me. Um, other than that, I can't really go much further with it because, I mean, I just I listen to the words that I'm presented with. I look at the imagery of what I'm trying to bring out in terms of what, I, what I've been given. Um for that particular work, and I do the best that I can. Mhm. Well, incredible, sweetheart. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and You're very welcome. you can find me at. I got another. I got another one that I'm gonna read next week. I, I finished it uh, today, and I think it's a bit cool. But I'll I'll keep it for for next time. And um. I'm not. It's it's a different kind of work too. It's a, and I've I've been reading more, so I've different kind of like perceptions come out, and uh, as I'm doing that, and it just uh, helps to to turn things in in different uh, different directions for me when I write. Um, but you can find me on uh, Facebook. Uh, it's uh, Rafe Wild, and then in parentheses, there's the Soldier Blue underneath that, and that's me. And that's where I am. And I don't know if I said it next uh, last week, but and even if, if if I did or didn't, uh, just kind of uh, like almost regardless. Um, but uh, my thing for this year is that I want to be more creative, and not just with my writing. I want to 
in the next several months, I want to uh, afford to to buy myself another saxophone and start playing music again. And I want to then incorporate that in terms of you know the creative flow of what I'm you know already doing with my work in uh, writing. Not necessarily you know as a backdrop to it, but uh, just as another part of the circle trying to and basically just bringing back some uh some fresher colors i think you know okay. just from the sound and the sound and sound and melody you know i think that that's, so that's really important you make a really good point and i'm glad you're doing that because creative people are creative people we just have our favorite things to do you know and a lot of people a lot of time what happens in life is we we are creatures who love praise we love our our accolades, you know. We we thrive, and it's just human nature. We thrive on positive reinforcement. You know that's why a baby will smile. You know, it's ingrained the smile to a, a sweet voice and cry to something harsh. Okay, we seek that pleasure, that positive reinforcement. And I totally forgot what I was saying. When I, what I was going to say to that. Why was I telling you guys that? Talking about various forms of creativity. Oh, yes, being and where we So what happens is we'll do something like writing, and we'll get some people telling us we're a good writer and that. And we, pretty soon we think that's all we are. And I hear all the time people will tell me, if I couldn't write, I'd just die. No, you won't. That's not going to happen. What you would do is you would find another way to be creative. We are creative beings. You know, how do you know you're not a great painter until you dip your brush in some paint? Or how do you know you're not a great sculptor until you sink your hands in some clay? Yeah, that's yeah. why when I say making messy with our muses, I'm not saying, you know, getting writing prompts for our muses. I'm talking about making messy, doing things, having fun failing, having fun making a mess, you know, being that, that person who's standing there with a pipe cleaner, you know, man next to someone who just sculpted David out of marble at a sculpting class and saying, nailed it, <laughs> you know, because you have fun doing it, right? Yeah. Not being afraid to making make messy with our muses. And it's really important for us to feed our creative selves. Don't rely on just writing to feed your muses or keep you inspired. You know, the more you feed all of your creative self, the more all of your creative selves will produce so if you go out and spend a day in an art museum when you sit down to write your writing is going to be influenced by that input so i'm really happy to hear you talking about you know is to be more creative going and getting the saxophone i mean you can't tell me that when you're playing those notes and they're full and heavy and and slow moving and and you know like a black marker through you know marking mid air just that th- your brain isn't thinking words along to the music that your brain isn't creating oh. pictures for you you know so playing that music is going to inspire you when you sit down to write so it's important to do that so I'm that. glad you talked about that yeah. oh yeah well I mean for me that's for how that's how it's always been I mean, a lot of people tell me you know when they listen to me read I'm you know, always bring Having uh, having almost a, like a lyrical rhythm to it. Well, there's a reason for that. I started with music. I started with singing. I didn't start with writing. 
And so I want to get back to that kind of like, there's always times when, for me anyway, I need to go back to that point of origin and I need to start there again so that I can bring everything forward because it always brings something new. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there will never be a time when I know enough or say that I know it all. There will always be something else that I can go back and find. I agree. You know, anyone who doesn't think that, watch a movie twice, and you'll see something in the yeah, movie yeah. you didn't see the first time, or read a book again. That's what's really fun is to read a book and then read a book again, and it's like, I swear to God, someone put these pages in because that was not there when I first read the book. You know, you exactly. always see things the second time around. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right, my dear, tell everyone yeah. how to find you. Oh, okay. Uh, you can find me Rafe Wild and uh, Soldier Blue, and it's Rafe Wild in, uh, up on the top, and then it's parentheses that says Soldier Blue at Facebook, and that's me. So that's where you find me. All right, my dear. Appreciate you so much. Thank you for sharing. Great job tonight. Sure. Well, and, and as always, I thank you for the platform. There's, you know, <laughs> there's always a need for being able to to let the the ripples go further than yourself. You know. Let them echo down the hall, so to speak. You know, they say that that sound waves never go away; they just keep getting bigger. Oh, and I that's believe the, it. The truth. Think about the words you put out there are going to be just continue a continuous boom, 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 boom. Oh yeah. yeah. Who knows? I mean, when I'll tell you. I'll tell you one of the first around. times I noticed that. I've, the first time I actually noticed that, and I mean, as far as like, you know, actually observing it was when I started learning uh, my people's language and just how much further that sound traveled when I started speaking the, the words of my people's language. I mean, it literally just took me to like two planets over from where I was, you know, where I started. You know, at the beginning of the show, when I gave out the exercise to write about something scientifically, think about the impact of what Soldier Blue and I are just t- are talking about right now. You know, so we're, we're talking about, oh, God, what word are we talking about? Jesus, where'd it go? <laughs> Ripples. Traveling Ripples. Sound, uh, the travels sound of, waves. Uh, sound travels waves. Of Thank sound. you. God, yeah. I'm so glad you listened to me. I would forget where I was. So sound waves. <laughs> So, you know, and he's talking about the sound waves, and I told him, well, did you know that sound waves never go away, that they just continue? So think about the scientific process and the visual and the graphs and and all of the nerdy science stuff that you would use to describe sound and the traveling of sound or, you know, the sound waves never go away, why is that, or a sonic boom or whatever it is. But the the, the breakdown of sound so we're using sound waves and we're talking about when once it's said it never goes away it's there forever so imagine taking someone saying i love you but take away from the impact of what the saying i love you means it means i love you but what it means having those your mouth push those words out the air i love you the actual physical act of saying the words and the cause and effect that changes the the air pushing the voice the the you know your lungs pushing their out of your mouth your lips forming the words the the sound waves going into the universe and staying there forever i've said the words i've created this 
chain reaction, and now these words, I love you, will be here forever. Imagine how strong that can make describing saying I love you to someone without the typical I love you and you make my heart go type of thing. You know, that's, yeah. that's kind of the power behind what we were just talking about. It's kind of the power behind that exercise I gave you at the beginning of the show. And if you missed it, go back and listen to the archives, and you can jot down that exercise and do it. Okay, I'm done now. I talk a lot. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Beth. Have a good evening. <laughs> you too, Soldier Blue. Thanks, honey. Sure. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 540. 540, five, five, you're on the air. How are you doing, Ella? I'm doing uh, wonderful. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing fine. Let me go ahead and say why I am. I am. Mr. Automatic Charismatic, your local engine. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Charismatic. I was hoping that you didn't forget about me. I've been on your show. Hey, in a while. you know, I you're allowed to have a life. I don't expect you. It's really nice, and it makes my ego feel huge when I know that you all are doing nothing all week long but sitting there clutching a palm, rocking back and forth all week until it's time to call into the show every week. But I do realize that sometimes you have lives and you have to go do things and you don't get here every single week. That doesn't mean we stop loving you. You're part of the family. I know you're going to go out and wander, but like any home, I know you'll always be back. So we're, all, we're good. All right. Um, yeah, I, well, I truck drive at time, so... You know, I and I work. Yeah, I'm an inventor, so I have that going on. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Uh, one day I'm going to show it to the world. Uh, help people how to study, uh, to remember things. But uh, I'm going to. Oh, I could use that. <laughs> yeah, well, I break. Uh, I break lessons and mechanisms. That's what I do. I encode. I encode words. So, um, <clears throat> I'm going to do a free cell phone call in the army. Okay. All right. All right. We're in the army. We're gonna fight back. Every we like that. We mean we strike back. We in the army. We gonna be free. Hold, hold the key. Oh, that be me. Taking the step right, right in, in the door. More to explore. Going my heart like never before, like never before. As we go across, as we. Live in the life of liberty. Many people are fighting in a war of being poor. Many people are not getting paid today. Many people are in the government and being shut down. In the army, a new army of care people who care and aware. Churches are building funds to help those in need. We agree that we can do things to help people out. If we be in the army to help those in the cold when it's very cold and people are freezing. 
what may be pleasing to God to help people, the people that not ate for days. You give them just one dollar or five dollars, and they can eat something. If we in the army, we can help people, give a encouraging words. We can be that positive impact on people. Now to the sequel, powerful in the in the thought to bring to a, another life. Some people don't know how they're going to make it, and they feel like they just can't take it. But when the army, we're going to fight back every time we strike back. To something be like that in the army We're gonna be free Hold the key Oh, that be me We're in the army The fight gets a recession We're in the army To have that protection We're in the army To do The positive things We're in the army For what God has us to do We're in the army to give those people love. We in the army to feed the poor and help the homeless. We in the army to say that you can make it in life. We in the army to help those that can use just one word why I feel like they're dying. We in the army when people have lost loved ones and start crying. To be in the army of a spiritual natural. Be in the army to do God's work. Be in the army. We're going to strike back. That's something like that. We're going to be right back. But we in the army. We're going to be free. Hold the key. Yo, that be me. Miss Automatic Harris Mac. This Oracle Engine. Proper and dry. <laughs> That was phenomenal, sweetheart. It's so good to hear from you. I'm so glad you were able to make time tonight. Okay. <laughs> you like that? You have fun with that? Mm-hmm. That was, I, you know, I think it was a really, it was a really, I'm trying to think of the right adjective to use, just this fantastic look at humanity and kind of like our role in it and, and you know, just the way some of what you said was so like a brick between the eye, but then you turn around and something said kind of tongue-in-cheek. It was just, it was awesome. So well-written. Oh, uh, thank you. Well, that was pretty so, darling. You know, well-written you know, in your head. I told you, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't even I, want to I talk about you doing you know. freestyle because I'm so jealous. You know what? Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Say a couple of words. Well, we go. This is my homework. I got homework for you. I want you to say a couple of words. Just say a couple <laughs> of words right now. Any words? Um, honey lace. All right. Now add some more. Where's the honey lace? Honey lace is actually a shrub. It's a, a like a Japanese maple type tree. I had this catalog. I was looking at them in there. <laughs> All right, keep going. Now you told it. Now, you, now we know. I keep going. So you know what you should do, seriously. 
seriously what you should do if we're going to do this. You should do a workshop on freestyling, talking about ways to freestyle, things you can use to be able to do that. You I'll should do, do that. that. You know, I, I, you know, for you, you know, and I, I, um, I'll do that. You know, so, um, I'm just so glad to. I, you know, I had to look you up. You had like two. <laughs> you had two. Um, you had two uh, pages or something. I do. One's my one's my radio Nyla. The Nyla one's my radio page, and then I've got my full name's Nyla Tay, and so. <laughs> But that's my like super yeah, secret paleo nerd Nyla page where I, you know, go out and hunt fossils and digging in dirt like Indiana Jones at and all the things you guys don't know about me, my secret nerdy life. <laughs> well, you know what? It's good to be smart and it's good to when you find out things and uh, those are trial and error. But yeah, I, you know, when my picture comes out, you're going to be one of the people to know. Ah. You're awesome, sweetie. Yeah. I appreciate you so much. But do get a hold of me and let's put together a, a workshop where we just we'll just set up a show where you can call and we can talk like this and and talk about doing what it takes to do freestyle and all that good stuff. All right, you just I tell you what I'll put your inbox. You just let me know when you're free, and then uh, okay. you know I, I wouldn't mind doing it. Awesome. I was all right, by sweetheart. Else. <laughs> all right. All right. Appreciate you so much, Mr. Charismatic, my dear, and we will talk to you next week if you're able to come on, okay? All right. <laughs> okay. All right, baby. <laughs> Bye-bye, hon. All right. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 903. 903, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. This is Eric Nelson Manley Shellman. Sorry for that. my absence. Yes. You told everybody we got to introduce ourselves. <laughs> now you're just playing games, huh? So uh, what, what's what been going on? You have been MIA. Uh, I don't know. I just needed a break from everything. And uh, It's important. So. You know, I always say sometimes we have to be quiet. We have to be quiet to listen to ourselves the closest. Yeah, I definitely agree with we have that, to be quiet so. in order to listen to ourselves the closest. So you think, you know, if I right. have to listen to myself, I should be saying something. No, sometimes we have to be quiet to listen to ourselves the closest. Yeah, definitely. I I got a job working construction again. I'm working with my dad, and I'm working for. Well, we do main we maintain churches, so. But. Uh, that's what I've been up to, and I'm working on my book, and uh, I'm not telling everybody. <laughs> well, I'm not letting everybody read it online because I made a mistake of having all four of my books online before. Well, not all the yeah, actually, on, on my previous Facebooks, and they, you know, no one bought the book, so it kind of defies the purpose, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, how have you been doing, Nyla? I've been doing really well. I've been doing great. Awesome. That's great. All right. Well, I want to uh, jump into my poem. Uh, this is called, okay, so, well, I'll read it, and then I'll tell you what I'm doing. So. All right. 
You ready? Mm-hmm, I am. All right. Zombie Buddha. That's what it's called. Zombie Buddha. Zombie Buddha. Eat of me and never again hunger for Buddhist zombie witches. Drink of me and never again thirst for Buddhist zombie zombies' blood. Consume of me and never again consume of another Buddhist zombie's flesh, bones, and brains. Lick of me and never lick of another Buddhist zombie again. Suck on me and never on another Buddhist zombie or man again. Make love to me and never make love to or lust another Buddhist zombie again. Rub my stomach and never rub another Buddhist zombie's stomach again. Breed me and never breed another Buddhist zombie again. Think of me and never think of eating your fellow Buddhist zombies. Read of me and never again harm another Buddhist zombie. Teach of me and always quote me saying that asceticism, detachment, the four noble truths, and the eightfold path all led to my zombie enlightenment and my zombie nirvana, and they will help you reach your zombie enlightenment and zombie nirvana. Speak of me by spreading my words to other lost Buddhist zombies, and always remember to be like me, your zombie prophet and zombie aesthetic. Remember that I am your Buddhist zombie prophet and messenger that preaches my zombie Buddha teachings, and says as well, and sayings as well. Remember that you are that you are Buddhist. That you Buddhist zombies don't have to pray to me ever. However, you Buddhist zombies do need to let all of your possessions go. Seek out your Buddhist zombie enlightenment and your zombie nirvana. Remember, I, I am your Buddhist zombie prophet, role model. For all Buddhist zombies, societies, and zombie individuals. Remember, my life was consisted of detachment of everything, begging for food, traveling, preaching, adhering to the Four Noble Truths, Eightfold Path, seeking and reaching zombie enlightenment and zombie nirvana. Remember, there is always a place for you Buddhist zombies and your fellow Buddhist zombies in zombie enlightenment, zombie nirvana, next to me. That's in peace. <laughs> Talk about you are what you eat. Yeah. That's <laughs> right, precisely. So, what would you think? <laughs> I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, how much fun was that to write? Oh, it's a lot. And uh, what I'm doing is uh, I'm actually researching. I mean, I know some stuff about Buddhism. I'm not a... Buddhist monk or anything like that, but I know some stuff vaguely. But uh, so what I did was I looked up. Uh, well, actually, that one I already knew, but a couple others that I'm doing. So I uh, came up with the idea of writing uh, zombifying religious leaders, and so Buddha is one of them, and I've done a whole lot of others already. Um, I'm on nine now. I think I'm on nine, yeah, somewhere in there. So, anyways, uh, I plan on doing that. And it's kind of into a longer endeavor than I thought. 
So in each religion, I'm going to be doing the prophet and the uh, and some of the actual uh, followers, disciples and apostles, and then uh, some are just followers or whatever. So I'm going to be doing like different Christian sects, uh, for example, and then uh, start off with uh, Jesus Christ and then Virgin Mary and then so but I'm going to be doing the uh, pre- pre- predecessors to the Protestant Re- uh, Reformation, the key players in the Reformation, and I'll be doing the Christian or the Catholic Crusaders as well, and then I'll be jumping into different Christian sects, and then I'll be jumping into uh, Islam, and then, of course, a lot of others. But it's kind of gotten to where it might just be Volume one and two and you know five and ten, so because it's it's long. It's gonna but be it like the fun. Rocky movies, volume yeah, seven hundred yeah, yeah. thirty-two and a half, the comeback. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing right now. I'm glad you like my poem. Thanks for the platform. Sorry, I'm a bad student, and uh, but yeah, we do need our breaks on occasion. And I just got to a point. I don't know if I was manically depressed or what but i just i got fed up with everything and i was just like all right it's time to chill i mean i'm still writing and reading but you know sometimes you just need to listen to yourself like you said so mm-hmm. but i'm glad you're, you're doing quiet good to hear yourself the loudest <laughs> right precisely and that's hard because i like to talk mm-hmm. too much as you already know <laughs> <laughs> we have things to say there's nothing wrong with that that's right. Perfectly. All right, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, honey. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much, and I'll try to keep coming <clears throat> more recently, or not uh, more uh, consecutively. I bet. <laughs> but uh, well, this is uh, we miss when you're oh, not thanks. here, and we're happy when you are. Well, thank you so much. I like to be on the show too. Thanks for the platform, and uh, this man. is. Eric Nelson Manley Shellman, and you can find me on Twitter, and you can find me on uh, my own page. <coughs> Excuse me, thank you. Uh, I have my own blog page now. I'm not on Facebook still. Uh, every time I get on, I get disabled. So I think I'm too controversial, or someone's reporting me, or uh, unsus- unsuspected or unusual. Uh, activity is what they say. So I don't know if someone hacked me or what, but whatever. That's <laughs> still going on. So, anyways, uh, my blog is https://ericshellman.blogspot.com. You can find me on Poetry Soup. You can find me on Poem Hunter. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on allpoetry.com. Uh, I think that's it for now. So, well, thanks so much again, Nyla. Uh, I'm going to enjoy the rest of the show. I'm going to get something deep, too. I had a long day. We were building a <laughs> uh, handicap ramp. So, it's pretty well, Thank you so much, sweetheart. And we will talk to you next week if you're able to get on, okay? Yes. Thank you so much. And, you're welcome, uh, babe. I'll be next. I'll be back next week. Have a good one. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. Bye bye. You're welcome. Bye.
All right. Our next caller comes from area code 216. 216, you're on the air. Okay. Hey, it's Mama. About, don't make me cuss. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I won't make you cuss, I promise. Okay. Well, I'm going to put my hand over here, pick up my book, all the dainties. Undercover, Volume 3, Love, Spirituality, and Life. It's the name of the book, and I am Mama Ola Daisy, the all-around queen. And you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Poetry Soup under Vicky Aqua. And the piece I'm going to read tonight is called Gold, G-O-O-N-S. Ready? I am. I hate when people come on your show and say, Are you ready? Put <laughs> <laughs> that irritation. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, it's on your show and ask you, Are you ready? You, you know, Mama, you know me. So it's probably not a right. bad thing that you ask that, honey. Here we go. I could be doing anything. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of things irritate me because I'm getting old, so. But I was really just teasing. You asking me, are you ready to hear my point? Well, anyway, here we go. Okay. It's called Goon. He wanted to be a hefe. Yes. But he was quite too messy. Knock me over with the spoon. Kill the swamp things off too soon. And brought in creatures from the Black Lagoon. Succubus and dictators pruning tunes. Same note, same page. Stealing all the wealth and America is doomed. Goonie Looney on the move. But hey, you let them. You let them. You double dog dare them. Now the children are being injected. You turned a blind eye. Americans, you let them. Point blank, goons wreck, grabbing children by the neck, tied up in chairs, ankles bound, having a heyday with our babies. Knock me over with a spoon, killed to swap things off too soon. And brought in creatures from the Black Lagoon. Last but not least, the children are lost in Texas heat. Global warming. Now the warning. Torrential rains. God sees everything. Devils on the bottom level. 
Look up and remember when heaven was beyond your comprehension. And global warming and God was beyond your belief. Your goons and tensions are to cause grief. Yet karma sticks to the script. So you'll get what you give and reap what you have sown. When God asks, you must answer. Why were the children taken and now being tied up as tantrums and tempers flare? What do you goons expect? Knock me over with a spoon. Killed the swamp things off too soon and brought in creatures from the black lagoon. And the cycle continues forever and a day. Uh, because Americans, you allow them to do things their way, and their way is not God's way. And that's golden. You know, you're reading that, Mama, and I'm thinking to myself how sad it is that there are people out there that are going to hear that poem and know, have no idea what those references are. <laughs> They're going to have no idea what the the creature from the Black Lagoon is. Right. Isn't that crazy? Well, he said he was going to be thankful for uh, YouTube and other places that play old movies, but he said he was going to clean the swamp. And I think the people that were there, he called the swamp is better than the creatures that he brought in. The creatures from the black lagoon. It's just mm-hmm. like tonight they're saying they're saying that what's going to shut down is like a, a fight between Godzilla and um they made some other creature, uh, <laughs> uh Mothra. <laughs> yeah. That's and, that's my biggest you know, that was my big one. Mothra. I hate Mothra. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, oh, yeah, now you got me feeling all nostalgic. I want Turner Classic Movies now. <laughs> I did one yesterday. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't believe it was good. So good. Um, it was about these two teachers that was accused of being lesbians. And, oh, my God. It's just, it was a good movie. Joan, I think it was, uh, she didn't know it was Joan Crawford. No, it wasn't Joan Crawford. I can't remember the two actresses that was in. I remember, I remember who they were. I remember. I don't remember watching that movie back then, but that was a good movie. Uh, it's on YouTube, and it was the first time that I even knew they even made anything like that back then. So it was pretty, pretty good. There were teachers in a girls' school, and one of the little girls makes a lie about them, and it just caused all kind of havoc. That's why it's not good to gossip and spread lies around. And, you know, what's going on in the world today seems like gossip and lies just kind of lead the way. Nobody's doing anything about it. It just goons. So I'm going to let you go and uh, let somebody else come on and listen. And I will talk to you next week. And, you know, I love you. So Love you too, Mama. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you soon, sweetheart. Thank you. Okay.
All right. All right, Miss Vicky Aqua on Facebook, Mama Oladelji. We love you dearly. Okay, our next caller is from area code uh, Skype callers. So let's see who we have. Skype caller, are you with us? Hello. Hey, sweetie, it's good to hear from you. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. (laughs) Sorry about that. I hope everybody had a good okay. uh, time over the Christmas period. Did you have a good um, holiday? It was hard. It's uh, I've got a daughter with someone that I'm no longer with, so it was just ah. stressful passing her around. Um, the thing I've brought today is quite messy and untitled and I'm not sure about it but it's a work in progress <laughs> okay we like those failing to keep you safe I'm sorry it was an act of desperation feeling that was the what you needed to do even if it was a fake sensation. I know. I let you down. I do it time and time again. I'm sorry for the stress and the tension you're already under enough strain. I made a promise. No more mistakes. Yet again, I failed. Showed you all you'd ever want when I knew that ship had sailed. I couldn't go on without you, so I placed up all my walls, not taking any chances. No more shall I await when Cupid calls. Every ounce of love within you should be all the joyous memory you can fathom. Encase them safe away from harm, so I can help you escape this lonesome place. Maybe one day I can show you home. It smiles so welcoming and warm. Knowing in your home, you'll never come to harm. Eventually, it could be more magical than on the movie screens. If eternity brings you your forever, and she comes to complete your dreams. And peace. That is beautiful. When did you write that? Um, I started it. I started it months ago, and I just didn't like the way that it was going from the beginning. So I completely rewrote it this week. I think it turned out amazing. Are you happy with it now? Kind of. I I, I feel that there was just something missing to add a little more vision to it. I think it's incredible. I think it's very well done. So if you do change it, okay, I want you to think about this. If you do change it, I want you to keep track of the original and keep track of the changes. And I want you to maybe you could do a show with me, a workshop where we talk about editing our work and why you don't think it worked and what you found to make it work and, and, uh, you know, how it turned out and all that good stuff. Can do. Uh, the one that I 
what you asked me to record for you in the past was actually an edited piece as well. The original was a lot shorter, and I I rewrote it again completely. (laughs) (laughs) I I, kind of do that from time to time, where I just like look at it and think, I no longer like that piece anymore. Yeah, I do that a lot. (laughs) I'm always, you know, every once in a while I'll write something. Usually if I write something, I don't edit. It's something that I've written um, not as a poem. You know, a lot of the stuff that I write actually comes from emails to people or commenting on something, you know, and I'll go off on a tangent and then I'll go, oh, wait, that's kind of might be work on something. And But when I sit down and actually write a poem, that always gets at it because my brain just is it's a mess. So, but yeah, it's, I think it's important. Uh, I, don't, I don't think uh, being spaced out on painkillers most of the time helps either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my darling. Do me a favor and tell everyone how they can come visit you. Uh, You can find me on Facebook. It's Callum Kennedy Hume. And on Twitter, uh, at Kennedy Hume. Thank you for having me, Nile. Absolutely my pleasure. And we will talk with you next week? I hope so. I've just got to see because my sleeping pattern's been really screwed up recently. Hmm. Well, we'll work on it. <laughs> it, it, it is the middle of the night. So I, I know. I was going to say, well, you know, you should get some sleep. And it's like, no, if you get some sleep, you can't call. Never mind what I just said. <laughs> Ignore me. Ignore the lady behind the curtain. You don't need sleep. You just need to call into the radio show. <laughs> How selfish of me is that? But it's the truth. You know, we're all thinking it, you guys. You know we are. I'll do my best. <laughs> all right, sweetheart. Thank you so much, honey. We'll talk to you soon. Speak to you later. Bye, my sweetie. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 510. 510, you're on the air. Remembering Sally, am I among the fallen number? I don't know. I have a poem here. It's called An Accident of Rhyme. Okay. And it's by Don as Tauno, so you know who I am. And it begins, I do not verse. Two lines together, like sexual bondage gone terse. From the other hand, I do not wave in a way which would slander any apple as the very worst since Eve exposed Adam's fathering gap. If I have thrifted your extremes, and left you deep in a muddle, then middle along with the rest of us, but do not stand and talk doodle. When standing high in the average, sty your eye on what's ahead. Live life 
shortens gold's sight, while a nearer vision diets overweight love. End poem. Absolutely wonderful, Don. Great read. Thank you. It's been a while since we've heard from you. It is really nice. I was uh, going through some books the other day, and I found those the chat books that you sent me a long time ago. I uh, sure appreciate those. You're welcome. I would like to mention one thing, though. You know, on your um, speakeasy page where you have the chat room, to uh-huh. the left, there are um, connections where you can share a message. The top is Facebook, then there's Twitter, then there's Google. And if you press the one at the very bottom of that lineup, you have access to more social media. And I just put on an invitation to anyone who was in any of those social medias that I belong to and said, come on, give up a poem of your own. You're invited to present a poem on Speakeasy Cat. Thursday nights because it sure wakes me so I give that as a suggestion usually your friends would like to hear you on radio so um, do that and sometimes a lot of your friends are working poets too thank you my dear you are very welcome and I appreciate you sharing the show with people and uh, bringing new voices in and just love you. Love you lots. Really good to hear from you, babe. Bye-bye. Bye, sweetheart. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 951. 951, you are maybe on the air. Lila, how are you? 951, are you with me? I'm no. here. Can you hear me? No. I can now. Yep. No. How you doing, sweetie? Oh, not bad. Not bad. Just sitting here, hanging out with the baby girl. <laughs> yeah, she's That's been awesome. quiet up until this point. Enjoying some of her. She's she's gonna help you. You know, it's funny. You should write a write a piece about being a daddy where there's a repetitive line that she can read, and you can come onto the show and read it, and when it's time to read her part, she can, or say her line, she can say her line and have it kind of right. be a repetitive line throughout the piece. So she does her first spoken word piece with you here. The funny thing is, I was actually thinking about that before, about 20 minutes ago. I was like, what if I call in and she just chattery? I should write a poem to where her chatter just fits right in and it, it works with the concept. And then you go ahead and say I that. absolutely agree. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly know your job. <laughs> I think that's a fantastic idea. I wish I'd have thought about it. 
So maybe one day I'll um, crank something like that. Awesome. So what's going so, on with you? Uh, oh, introduce yourself uh, to everyone. Oh. That's important. Ah, got you. So um, my name is Eric Devon. Um, I, I I do spoken word as well as recently I've started writing, doing page poetry. Um, I don't want to call it academic poetry, but I guess that's what people refer to it as um, in contrast to spoken word. When I do spoken word, I, um, I'm known by true, an acronym for thought requires uncommon effort. And it's been a while since I've got a chance to do that. Maybe a few months. <laughs> but um, I've been dealing with uh, some custody issues, so I've been writing a lot about that. And um, Samuel Rain read my piece on that where I referred to Thor and his hammer. I think I read it last week. But um, I showed him the format, the way I had it laid out. And it's kind of organized in, um, in a, in, I forget what you call it. What do you call it when it's, um, you've got Roman numerals and then the letter A and then you have um, outline format. I have kind of that poem kind of laid out in the outline format. And when he mm-hmm. saw it, he said, this looks like a custody, <laughs> like, like court papers. I was like, Oh my God! I took all the poems <laughs> that I've been writing and putting in a um, in a. I probably shouldn't be telling because it's a pretty unique idea. I don't want somebody to take borrow it. But um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. So I ended up putting we won't the entire. But it'll be just between collection. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not worried about people telling. I'm worried about people saying, "Hey, you know what? That's a great idea. Let me try it and put it out." <laughs> but um, so I, I ended up writing, take, taking the entire collection that I'm writing. It's intended as a chapbook, and I formatted the whole thing like one long custody agreement in different sections. So the entire custody agreement, it, well, it's got headline, uh, line, head headings for custody agreements, for the custody agreement. But it has under each heading is another, is a new poem. And um, what I want to read today, a couple of pieces. Well, it's really one piece that's kind of in a part A and a part B. It's part of that. I'm still trying to figure out if I read this uh, part of this before on here, but if I have. There's people listening tonight that have never listened before ever, so it's all new to them. That's true. All right. So part A is called snooze bar, and part B is sounds of unsettling. The alarm is sounding on this, my day off. So I listen with the sound. So I listen to the song. Wow, this just kind of shifted on me. I lost the whole thing. Here we go. All right, let's try this again. Part A, snooze bar. The alarm is sounding on this my day off. So I listen to the song play and play and again the way I used to hear it when there was time to enjoy music. 
but my body feels like she and him and they kept pushing drinks each into my willing hand until I acid rained into porcelain basin and left char and the bitter zinc of pennies bouncing off each other in shallow pockets, rolling around my chest. And I am drunk sleepy, haven't eaten since last breakfast when I gorged on lies. And besides, I stayed up praying to a lover's God. The last hour is all I have to show for it. Then I am awake and leaving. And the baby is awake and already gone. Part B, Sounds of Unsettling. Okay. Oh, good job, baby. Part B, sounds of unsettling. Winding groans. A whistle raised from unfinished things. A creak in the wood in the wood panel floor where no one has stepped. Some closet door hinge cracks against the weight of silence. Staccato sharp painted pull. Auto sharp painted pole where corner frames meet. Morning breaks her symphony Mommy. upon frosted panes. The crystals Mommy. shatter to compose. Mommy. Alone. The end. That was amazing. And I love the accompaniment. <laughs> well, it, 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 it's in stark contrast. Ah, oh, good jump, baby. It's in stark <laughs> contrast to, and the baby is awake and already gone, or, and the crystals shatter to compose alone. Well, I'm obviously not alone. The baby is enjoying it. So. <laughs> you know, unless you think about the metaphor that even when you're alone, that those sounds are still there. Those echoes are still there. They're They're still resonating, and that's why you're writing about it is because even when you're alone... That's there. That's true. That's true. And I love the um, the metaphor uh, you spoke on earlier about how voice continue and that that sound waves never go away. So kind of saw them in my head the metaphor of the things we say or the things that people we care about speak into our lives and then they resonate on and on. They never really mm-hmm. disappear. So even if she's gone, sounds of her voice, her laugh, I'll, I'll be at work riding around on um, on one of my uh, pits. It's a, it's, a, it's a big truck. And as I'm, sometimes when I elevate the the whine that the engine makes. And it, sw- it switches at a certain level, and it switches pitch. And not, not switches pitches, not intending to rhyme there. But I hear some of the sounds that she makes. She'll make this, ah, sound. She thinks something's cute. And I hear the, it, that in the engine, <laughs> and immediately it takes my mind right to her. I hear her, her sounds, her voice, you know, and it, it just... That, that 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 sound wave, like you said, it's just she's nowhere near, and it's just continually reaching through my life. You know, mm-hmm. it's a hell of a poem for somebody to write. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's amazing, honey. So, um, for your people, I am Eric Devon uh, on social media. Instagram, I am True the Poetic. I'm there in most places, but I'm, I'm trying to. You want to go on there? Okay. I'm trying to uh, traffic to, to my Instagram, which is um, True the Poetic. And if anyone is interested in having me come to their city and perform some poetry, you can reach me at truthepoetic at gmail.com. Very cool. I appreciate your I appreciate your platform as always. And everyone have a great evening. You too, and I cannot wait to hear her debut. Right. Again, <laughs> I, I promise. I mean, I'm listening to her uh, behind just saying, she can do this, she can do this. I'm hearing her words. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I give her, I, I put my microphone in her hand regularly so she can hear her voice out the fire. I put books in her, uh, Barnes & Noble, yes, just so she could walk around and pick up books and get used to being around. I put them in her hands when she's with me, and she'll just sit in the room and pretend like she's reading. I'm getting her ready. She's got to be a poet. <laughs> I agree. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing, and I cannot wait to have you back here next week. Hopefully, yeah. All right, you have a beautiful evening. Everyone take care. Thanks, baby. I mean, I'm going to fill this, so I'm not going anywhere. Okay. All right, I'll put you on mute. There you go. Awesome. All right, our next caller comes from area code nine one nine nine one nine. You're on the air. So no kitty litter, no cigarettes either, right? So I come back, I I get a tire tire iron out of that's all I had in me. Are we supposed to be hearing about the tire iron? Oh <laughs> Nyla Don't don't admit to anything. You're on the air. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was having a conversation and waiting for my turn. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, I just, I just that I'm very good, my dear. Very, very well. Very well. I hope you're fine as well. We yes. are. It is and very I'm, good to hear from you. And always good to hear from you. I look forward. I look forward to this. I do. I do. It's been a couple of years now. I was just telling my friend here. That that you know, I could just stop by her house and I say like I could just, you know, I could get it done still, you know. Well, so, we're really glad right? that you're here. We're really glad you come and share. So, works out well for everybody. Hello. Yeah, yeah, works out for everybody. Works out for everybody. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't. I was thinking tonight that I'm gonna do not my piece, but I'm gonna do Shakespeare. Okay. The 137 Sonnet of Shakespeare. Thou blind fool love, what dost thou to mine eyes that they behold and see not what they see? Know what beauty is. See 
where it lies, yet what the best is, takes the worst to be. If eyes corrupt by overpartial looks be anchored in the bay, where all men ride, why of eyes falsehood hast thou forged hooks where to the judgment of my heart tied? Why should my heart think that a several plot which my heart knows a worldwide commonplace and mine eyes seeing this say this is not to put fear truth upon so foul a face in things right true my heart and eyes have ear and to this false plague it is now transferred thank you very much thank you very much beautiful read you know you're the second person tonight that's talked about Shakespeare and I'm such a huge Shakespeare fan that um, you know I, I appreciate that appreciate hearing that thank you thank you thank you yes uh, you know he, he's the He's the father of the business, you know. This is so true. The father, the father of, of yeah. <laughs> I love Shakespeare. You guys yeah, father of words, you know. We, we, we are in the word business. Mhm. It's a bit. It's a business of words, you know. We that's how we we. It's our craft. You know, we play teeth and tongue. I absolutely agree. All right, darling, do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can come find you. This is Granville, by yes, the way. Yes, my name is Granville. Granville John Hedrington. You can find me on Instagram, Granville John Hedrington. Facebook, Granville John Hedrington. You can find my phone number up there, too. And you can call me. You can hire me. I can perform for you. No, I don't perform. I will enter chain you for an hour if that is the wish and I hope that it is so thank you very <laughs> awesome. much Nyla for having me thank you, you are thank very you, welcome you. sweetheart and I cannot wait okay, to see you have... come back with next week oh for sure for sure I, I'll always come back to you my dear I'll always come back to you that makes me happy. All right. Thanks, hon. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Our next caller. We just had a board hiccup, guys, and I just lost, like, uh, probably 20 calls off the line. So if you were on hold and something happened and your call got dropped, please try calling back in. And uh, let's go ahead and grab our next caller. Seven six five seven six five. Are you with me? Please tell me you're there. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, Hi. ma'am. I'm here. Good evening. I so How enjoy you? your show. Oh, thank you. 
Charles Hampton, by the way. It is good to hear from you, Charles. It's a pleasure. I often call and sit in and listen to the poetry. Uh, I enjoy it so. I'm glad. But I'm glad, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you calling in. This is awesome. It was my spirit that did this. It told me <laughs> to read this piece. I'm sorry. It's it's a piece called Open Palms. If I may. Please, yes. The decaying scent of sweet fragrance flowers climb my nose hair straight to my recurring thoughts of you. Throwing my senses to a tailspin on overdrive as I switched Whisper softly to the air your name, asking, who is it? Is it you? Are you near? Are you there? If so, do you still love me when I get there? Not only can I smell you, but I can taste you, as I have tasted your scent on my pillow for all these years. Is heaven as wonderful as everyone hopes it is? My people, my children, are they well? How does it feel to have wings? Do the angels really sing glory, glory to the king? There is so much that I wish to know. Do you still love me as much as you once did? That day under the gazebo when we said I do? Wait, wait, please don't go. Well, I guess if you must. But will you return? And how will I know? Here, take this with you. Then I blow butterfly kisses into the wind. I will always be in love with you. I will love you eternally. You will find me awaiting with wide open palms when my day in the sun is done. Charles E. Hampton, unknown poet. And peace. It's a really, really strong piece, you know, for... For the person, the person who has to keep going, you know, and then I think it it really talks about that time when they realize that, all right, yeah, you know, when the the first inhale after something happens and you lose somebody, that first inhale where you finally have to admit that you have to keep breathing and go forward, but you know where your destination is heading you to, back where you're standing right at that moment. And uh, I just thought it was a real strong piece. 23 years I've been trying to get my breath back. Yep. You never do. Well, you just you just sometimes, some days are a little better than others, and, you know, it, it's, it, fingerprints never go away. Indeed. Yeah, that's why that piece resonated with me really strong. I rec- I recognize it. I I I know that voice. So beautiful writing, honey. Thank you so much for your platform. On to <laughs> Thank the next. you. All right, hon, and we will talk to you soon. Please come back and read more often. Uh, Charles E. Hampton or Charles Hampton, uh, help beautiful souls of poets be heard globally. Is where you will find most of my pieces. Uh, Facebook, of course, 
And that's about it. Awesome. All right, Charles. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Appreciate you being here. You're welcome. So much. Good night. All right, hon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. Our next caller. We may end up having to... I may end up having to play a track while I check my lines. Let's see if we can get this one unmuted. We have area code 585. 585, are you with me? Yes. How you doing, sweetie? Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, this is Sean and uh, this one is called Cosmic Consciousness. Okay. Cosmic, flowing inner play of connectedness that is majestic. It's all poetic. A true self Knows by imagination, being totally artistic, ideation is the creation and competition is too basic. It's not the future, it's the moment that is mystic. I'm needing to elevate, electrify the brain because it's needed for my fate. The astronomer Halton Arp even stated it on his own chalk slate that galaxies connect in the red at any rate. Consciousness is the power that makes and can create. Boldness is the approach. The spirit does coach. The insight into the brain from outside of me into me is because it happens all environmentally, also internally, until I reach infinity. Energy is electricity because it's magnetic currents that are distributed. Electricity is straight consciousness flowing without much hatred. You see, I understand the hatred, then I move past it. It's all in the day-to-day meditation that's never mediated. I just go with it until arrogance and ignorance stands corrected. Blessed mindfulness is the way of the cosmos. Emotions get mastered with time as the pathos. Peace out of love is the logos. It's beyond the dollar, gold, currencies, diamonds, and pesos. You see, money is love with all angles. Keeping the cosmic consciousness well-rounded like mangoes. Knowing truth for yourself and the cosmic consciousness follows. There's so much anger because of mental electric breakdown and disaster. Is it terror or just a cracked mirror? I think it's a cracked mirror. It's not the true self that is clearer. It's about aligning with cosmic rays in the universal gaze. The ways are there to follow four days. One can go on meditating. Thunderbolts of brain power are coming like lightning. Yes, good word. Yet it isn't, it isn't the whole collective of humanity having a seizure of consciousness that it's undergoing back and forth from fear to love to fear and loving to neutral. Yet shouldn't we all just be collaborating, cooperating, and not just continually beating each other over our heads with economic terrorizing, psychic collective demonizing hatred and warring when warring has occurred first in the minds and hearts it's quite distressing healthcare is fragmented and should be curing if the body is electric then we should balance it 
the universe is electric, so communicate with it, disassociate the body from who you really are, the love of becoming the spirit that needs to be makes it real by far. Cosmic God, divine consciousness is the motivational star, while fools with lies continue to spar. The spirit is moving in every breath around you and purely. You can feel it insightfully. The anger is misunderstood as something that is known internally as a negative charge of the body's electricity. The subconscious works perfectly. Trillions of cells understanding each other, but not nervously like the nervous system of the human body. The nervous quality is only how you see it perceptively. Diseases come in, yet the healthy system ruins them by knowing of growth with its lighting healing torches the spirit is taking courses into knowledge until it resides in me as resonance and please do not see me as one of the menaces i am you if you can know how emotions connect you to everything telepathically do not be angry that the spirit needs to be understood cosmically a creative force that exists as you and me that brings about our true equality. Separation only exists on lower levels of frequency or degree. Universal intelligence is not organized into individual faculties or not limited by individuality. My consciousness is not only in my brain scientifically. It is affected and, and affecting others non-locally. Yet if I awaken Please do not make me into a messiah or follow me. Lead yourself and ask the cosmic energy to propel you into infinity. It is far greater than just about humanity. Start seeing how you have made it, not so through allowing limitations to your true nature constantly. These limitations are known by TV advertisements of what to buy and when for better or higher prices for quantity or maybe even quality. True knowledge is known cosmically and internally it has to communicate to greater depths than any dream you have ever had subconsciously act truthfully see yourself abundantly your true essence is in everything around you the spirit resides in and the idea of owning it owning the truth only creates misery the organizations and businesses made today are just reflections of what we already are and or want to be the true me is a star of brilliant illuminated luminosity so i travel back to it when i'm in the light this me i call myself is only known symbolically it is not cosmic intensity follows me through the night cosmic consciousness is our shared plight and that was an absolute, absolute delight to listen to. That was yeah. incredible, hon. That uh, well, that that's a, that's a, um, one from a while ago. That I have I had, but it's in my. Uh, uh, Facebook paid uh, notes uh, page. Phenomenal. I'm, I, I'm, and then, um, thank you. And then, um, uh, Facebook scribbed as dot com as KL two thousand and twelve. Um, Uh, I, I am the solution at SoundCloud, and uh, the 
purity of uh, the f- flow dot wordpress.com. Very cool. All right, Sean, I am so glad you were able to be here tonight and fantastic read on that. Okay. Thanks. Have a good <laughs> You're night. Right. Very welcome. You too, hon. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 419. 419, you're on the air. Hi, Nella. Hey, sweetie. I'm glad you were able to make it in. Me too. What, two weeks in a row? That's almost a record, isn't it? I know, almost, right? <laughs> almost. Uh, yeah, actually, I've, I've got uh, two really short poems from the book that I'm currently working on. Uh, okay. The first one is a title poem entitled, entitled Silent Whispers. And the second one is entitled Just Silence. And I'm going to read them together. If that's okay. 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 Silent Whispers. In the silence of my silence, I feel your heartbeat beating next to mine, energizing my soul, giving it sustenance. In the silence of my silence, each breath we take together whispers a love that only love knows, that flows endless, timeless, like the breeze, internally, eternally, for all of my lifetimes, for all time. End poem. Silence. I sit there in silence at the edge of the horizon, cloaked in the elements of you, listening to what I could not hear, watching the sitting sun bringing in a new day, somewhere between forever and infinity, beyond my imagination. I sit there in silence, feeling the warmth of your touch flowing through me, taking me to another dimension, like an extension of my soul, somewhere between love and you. And poem. Wow. That was incredible. Thank you. You are very, very welcome. I am so glad you were able to get on. Me too. <laughs> you got to tell everybody who you are, how they can find you. All right. I'm Melvin Johnson. You can find me on Facebook under Melvin Douglas Johnson and uh, on YouTube uh, under Melvin Douglas Johnson. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. Great job tonight. Fantastic. Thank you. You are very welcome. And we will talk to you next week, okay? I'll try to make it. Oh, well, we will talk to you when you can be here. (laughs) I'm going to try to make it next week, for real. All right, hon. (laughs) Thank you, sweetheart. All right. Okay. Okay, and our next caller comes from area code 585. 585, you're on the air, maybe. Hello. Hello. Hi, Doug Curry here. How are you? Hey, Doug. (laughs) Again, glad you were able to get on tonight. Absolutely. Wouldn't have missed it for anything and didn't have to, so that's great. (laughs) <laughs> um, so we're preparing for a big snowstorm up here in upstate New York So that means I might get snowbound and have a chance to write some stuff Who knows So, are you with me? I am with you Oh, okay um, 
So I have one poem here that I hadn't looked at in a long time, and I actually used it at an open mic earlier tonight. Let's try it out here. It is called The Dark One. Must we really bow in worship, we who have bowed in servitude, reeking of the flatulence of mules and the flop of swine squishing between our bare toes? Who is held to account for truth? As the Bible taught us of our servitude, it is his will, the sting of our master's lash upon our backs for our rambunctiousness. As surely as that is true, are we not also as the chickens, cows, the fish and game, serving a benevolent Lord and Master under whose good stewardship we must fall? So ever much is given, of him shall much be shall be much required. And to whom men have committed much, of him they shall ask the more. Of us to whom so little was given, the dark one, from which much was taken, is it now that less is required? Does it follow to ask more, having been committed less? Or are we just the dark one, created by him, that by our pigmentation our humanity is denied, marked by his creation to serve and to kneel and to suffer more than his other livestock? Forever to pray to that same omnipotent Jesus, Lord, God, who has made it so, for only through him was it possible to one day to just up and change his mind and home. Wow. That was phenomenal. I am so, so glad that you were here tonight. I'm so glad you were able to get on. I'm so glad you were able to share that. That was incredible. Uh, it's always good to be here. And I, you know, I find that when I come on here, I read stuff that may be different from, you know, as I said, I did. I used this earlier tonight, but I hadn't looked at it in over a year. Mm-hmm. And even at that point, I hadn't used it much. But uh, somehow come on your show and inspire me to use different things than you know, some you go, sometimes you go to the, you know how it is, you go to the uh, open mics and people are hooping and hollering and, you know, snapping and clapping and, you know, and you're not sure that they're fully listening and appreciating so um, this is almost like the intravenous here. <laughs> I take it into the phone, <laughs> come through and everybody's listening has no choice but to really listen. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I don't hoop and holler and whistle then. <laughs> well, if you were there to hoop and holler and whistle, I would try hard, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. All right, sweetheart, fantastic job. Appreciate you so much. And uh, sure. before you take off, please, I really want you to make sure that everybody knows how to find you. Yeah, sure. I am uh, principally I'm on Facebook uh, under my name Doug Curry and under the name of my radio program Blacks and Blues and Blacks and Blues is a, is a blues show that I've had on the radio terrestrial radio since uh, 1982 and it airs on a Friday night from nine o'clock to midnight Eastern time it can be found on the World Wide Web at wrur dot org. Uh, the same program in a one-hour version can be found coming out of Chicago on a Saturday night at 10 o'clock Central Time at WDCB.org. And, of course, uh, I'm a regular at allpoetry.com under the name of 
spelled Manchild, M-A-N-C-H-I-L-L-D, 99, on, um, on the com, And, of course, every Thursday that I can be here with Nyla and, and everyone who, who may hear my voice, then I'm glad to be here. Well, we're glad when you're here, too. So thank you. And great job Very tonight, good. baby. Thank you, sweetheart. All right. And we will talk to you next week if the creek don't rise. Well, we better keep it down then. <laughs> <laughs> no, never keep it down. <laughs> we'll be back in the week. All right. Thank you. All right. So I am going to – Stan is still on. I'm going to bring Stan back on to close out the show. I don't have any – my lines are still messed up, and I, it's the only other call I have on here. So I'm going to see if maybe Stan – I'm trying to – I'm stalling and saying Stan a lot, so he'll have something ready when I unmute him. Hey, Stan, you still with us? Yes, I am. <laughs> you want to read another one before we close out the show tonight? Yeah, I think I will. I think I've got one. This is uh This isn't uh actually. <laughs> this one since I've already done a haiku and all that, I think I'm gonna do something with a little more length to it than that. <laughs> since we're closing the show. Uh this was a piece that's you know honestly this is a piece I wrote some time back and it's called Cemetery Truth Sunrise greets gray weathered stones birdsong and life all around unnoticed by residents in perpetual sleep, a populace unmoved by the beauty. Time in the irrelevant measure, as is wealth, position, heredity, and all other segregations. Equality found in decomposition. The stones unmoved by tears, immune to the sorrow and loss. At night, the silence matches the oblivion of the lifeless. Carved names on gray stones, markers reminding the living this existence's destination, an inevitable desolation. Life but a fleeting light that fades to the shadows. Share with all before the gray stones fall. In peace. Can you read that last line for me again? Life but a fleeting light that fades to the shadows. Share with all before the gray stones call. The gray stones, are you talking about like tombstones? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Absolutely love that. That I was that's why I wanted you to read that again because I want to make sure I got that right. Absolute phenomenal. You know, I talk about being able to use surprising terms, you know, strong, that when I talk about using strong imagery, that type of stuff, um, that's what I'm talking about, is using, is being able to use that kind of imagery when you write. That was fantastic. 
No, thank you, and thank you for having me back again. You're welcome. It's kind of fun. You're kind of, you're kind of a cool guy to have around. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Do me a favor and have uh, tell everyone how they can find you, hon. Well, you can finally meet me on Nyla's Speakeasy Cafe. You can find me on World Poetry Open Mic on Fridays. You can find me on Tuesday nights at 9 o'clock on the Epiphany Radio Network for Real Entertainment on the Hurt Locker with my co-host Holly Woods, a.k.a. Murder, She Wrote. And you can find my poetry in the 2017 and the 2018 anthologies of World Poetry Open Mic. And in the Outlaw Poets anthology, Outlaw Poetry, we're in cahoots, all of them on Amazon. Very cool. All right, hon. Great job tonight, and we will see you next week. Absolutely. Yay. <laughs> All right, sweetie, thank you so much. And uh, appreciate you being here. Appreciate you sharing again with us. Oh, my so pleasure. Thanks, thank you for having the show. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, you guys, you've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. Appreciate you all being here. Glad you were able to get on. If you, uh, well, your call was one of those that got dropped tonight, I am so sorry. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, we have, don't have issues with them next week, and I really look forward to hearing from you guys. All right, so we're going to close it out with a piece by a poet called Sarah Kay, and it's called The Type, and we will see you next week. Love you guys. Good night. If you grow up the type of woman men want to look at, you can let them look at you. Do not mistake eyes for hands or windows or mirrors. Let them see what a woman looks like. They may not have ever seen one before. If you grow up the type of woman men want to touch, You can let them touch you. Sometimes it is not you they are reaching for. Sometimes it is a bottle, a door, a sandwich, a Pulitzer, another woman. But their hands found you first. Do not mistake yourself for a guardian or a muse or a promise or a victim or a snack, you are a woman. Skin and bones, veins and nerves, hair and sweat, you are not made of metaphors, not apologies, not excuses. If you grow up the type of woman men want to hold, you can let them hold you. All day, they practice keeping their bodies upright. Even after all this evolving, it still feels unnatural, still strains the muscles, holds firm the arms and spine. Only some men will want to learn what it feels like to curl themselves into a question mark around you 
admit they do not have the answers. They thought they would by now. Some men will want to hold you like the answer. You are not the answer. You are not the problem. You are not the poem or the punchline or the riddle or the joke woman. If you grow up the type men want to love, you can let them love you. Being loved is not the same thing as loving. When you fall in love, it is discovering the ocean after years of puddle jumping. It is realizing that you have hands. It is reaching for the tightrope when the crowds have all gone home. Do not spend time wondering if you are the type of woman men will hurt. If he leaves you with a car alarm heart, you may learn to sing along. It is hard to stop loving the ocean even after it has left you gasping, salty, So forgive yourself for the decisions you have made, the ones you still call mistakes when you tuck them in at night and know this. Know you are the type of woman who is searching for a place to call yours. Let the statues crumble. You have always been the place. You are a woman who can build it yourself. You were born 